I did get an X-ray though last week from yeah. my from my injury and laser tag. <laughs> yeah, you guys were both out last week. I know. <laughs> With very <laughs> or injuries and whatnot. So, Patrick, uh, what happened? I tripped <laughs> playing laser tag. Yeah, and uh, landed on my wrist and knee. Yeah, and is it a lot? I'm still in pain. <laughs> it still hurts. Right. A week and a half later, and right. I'm still struggling yeah. to go I'm, up and I'm down the stairs. Very Initially, sorry. we were all very concerned that Patrick might have actually like torn something or like done some right. serious damage. After a week, it seems like he's just old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my first question when David texted me and said that you'd blown your knee out was like, "Oh, was there another napkin on the floor that Patrick was trying to what pick up?" Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. We're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. This is Patrick Nazaroff, and with me, as always, Pastor David Bowser. How are we doing, Patrick? We have Elise McCarter. Still here. Still pretty successful. Yeah. All three of us back in Woo, studio. You know. yeah. Not hey. since our two thousand, our two hundredth. 2000, I was a bit <laughs> presumptuous. Right. Yo, but speaking of our 200th episode, I am a fan of varying other podcasts. Great. And, uh, yeah. Disloyal. I know. I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, but one of my favorites is Stuff You Should Know, which does yeah. have the advantage of getting released twice a week, but they are on their 1500th episode. Oh. So we got some work to do. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We got okay. a long way to go. How mm-hmm. many years are we going to be doing this? <laughs> well, if they're doing it twice a week and only doing it once a week, I don't think we're ever going to catch them. <laughs> right. Well, we're never going to catch them because they're already ahead. <laughs> this is like us yeah. never being as old as you. You're always going to be older <laughs> right. than us because you're I'm not just saying, <laughs> yeah, they're already ahead and they're doing twice the content. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah. need to we do this like five times a week or there six times yeah. a week. Yeah. Daily, daily Beyond Sunday. <laughs> Maybe we need yeah, be- yeah. a Beyond Sunday. Everybody wants that. A Beyond Sunday. Well, a Beyond Sunday and then we'll have the no. sequel Beyond Monday and Beyond Tuesday. Right. Yeah. We need learning how to take our faith beyond Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From Tuesday morning to Tuesday afternoons, we keep that faith train going. <laughs> By Tuesday morning, that's usually when I've forgotten anything. So it's yeah. time, to, time right. to take my faith right. beyond Tuesdays. We're all heathens every day but Sundays. So oh, that's true. Uh, you I'll are professionally non-heathen. Yeah. Yeah. Professionally not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we're all back together. Uh, great job last week with Cassandra. Yeah, it was wonderful to have her. We'll have her back on with all of us at some point. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I still haven't met her. I mean, oh. you've met her. No, I've not met her. You haven't even like shaken her hand? I have not seen her in person. Well, now I feel yeah. bad because she's downstairs right now. So. Well, then well, we can, we she's can, behind this door. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, hey. we can remedy that situation yeah, right we after can, we record. We yeah. can make that happen. Yeah. Uh, my wife listened and said, oh, I like her. So that's the that's, high praise, th- that's yeah. the review of Cassandra, you know, so of listening to the podcast. All right. So Congra- uh, congratulations, Cassandra. You have cats approval. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, took me months. <laughs> yeah, special note. Uh, this will be my last Beyond Sunday for a little bit. You've really got to stop leading with that. Right. <laughs> the other day he did this in confirmation. This is my last confirmation Sunday. And the whole room was like, <gasps> for a month. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. Yes. Stop uh, bearing the lead. As of the recording this week, my wife will be giving birth to our yeah. second son. Woo. Yeah. So uh, I will be out for a month. Um, and we will miss you. Yeah. So we'll be fine. The the first time he's really recovering from his knee injury for the next <laughs> month. Right. Yeah. The son's a cover story. Put the, elevate the leg. <laughs> you know, the first time uh, my wife gave birth, we pre-recorded a bunch of episodes, so like yeah. I didn't really, I was on yeah. most of the yeah. 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 and then we're like, we're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was like, exhausting. And it was yeah. a lot. Yeah. And as ni- as you know, easy as it was to not have to like have you be gone for any of those, it was a lot more work to have you be on all of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've all learned how to deal without one of us right. being here at this yeah. point. We've yeah. adapted. Yeah. yeah. So, because uh, your first son was born pretty early in the podcast, he was in the in the history. Yeah. But uh, you guys will do great. We'll do fine. Perhaps yeah. uh, Cassandra will be back on. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. 
don't know. Depends on how this meeting I also, goes. I also don't really care. <laughs> so like you guys do whatever you want. Yeah. We could uh, just get on here and talk about whatever for <laughs> the next four weeks. Patrick, yeah. we'll That's never even know. That's kind of what we've done the last 203 episodes. <laughs> yeah. so. We can just play cards like on the <laughs> You got any I got, twos? I got a pair of jacks. <laughs> Riveting podcast. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's excited. All right. Um, so I got some news for us. Mm-hmm. Mm, the news. Yeah. Wow, we haven't done that for I know. years, it feels yeah. like. Are you familiar? Yes. With Applebee's. <laughs> I love it when I'm right. Yeah. I'm familiar with Applebee's. That was a, a hometown hotspot when I was growing up. Yeah, to, that sounds about right. We, ha- we used to hang out at the Bees <laughs> for right. Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Oh come on, man! <laughs> Don't act like you didn't hang out at the Applebee's once right. upon a time. I was a, I'm a Chili's guy. <laughs> oh, uh, we, we didn't have as many Chili's in our yeah. area. We That's were, like uh, Tex-Mex Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What are you on the chain restaurant here? Like a TGIFs here? At least? Yeah, I would do a TGI Fridays if I had to do just like in a a basic One that of those level suburban chain. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, they're all, I think, you know, equivalents. Yeah. I, they, I, mean, I think Chili's is still the best, but that's just Real wrong. guilty a, pleasure. This is embarrassing for me to admit. Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Those, those butter rolls okay. are good. They are, that's really the wrong with yeah. the butter rolls. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, a steak Of is all the guilty pleasures fine. you could have listed, I mean, yeah. we like Long John Silver's. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you're, really, yeah. you're doing fine. Now. I no longer <laughs> feel bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> Embrace your Texas Roadhouse. Right. All right. Uh, so we're familiar with the Applebee's. Yeah. Um, so Applebee's offers four lip glosses <laughs> inspired by wing sauces to make your kisses more craveable. Nope. Wings. Nope. Sauce. <laughs> yeah. When I think Applebee's, <laughs> I don't necessarily think wings. It's right. also big. Nor do I think wings when I think, hmm, right. I'd like to taste wing sauce when right. I'm kissing my wife. Is that or a flavor <laughs> profile that we're finding exotic? I don't know. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm really uncomfortable with this entire yeah. conversation at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we stand on flavored lip glosses to begin with? I, I don't wear lip gloss at all. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm also not kissing anybody that wears flavored lip gloss. Sure. So no. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I don't a, put I'm on not the, a, yeah. a middle schooler. So I <laughs> you don't have your lip smackers. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I wear chapstick periodically. Sure. Is it, it, is not, it is not flavored. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I will have to borrow Amanda's, and it'll be like mint or something like mm-hmm. that. And like and the next half hour, I'm off. Like, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look like a dog that's got peanut butter in its yeah. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. All right. All right. So, what are our wing flavors? Well, now you can be <laughs> Applebee's isn't just looking eating good in the neighborhood. Now you can be looking good and tasting good. Yeah, <laughs> that's so much boy. worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, is launch, that actually their thing, or is this a pun that you came up? This with? This is from the article here. Oh god. Uh, they partnered with. <laughs> Skincare brand Winky Lux. Winky Lux. <laughs> already a problem. To okay. Skincare brand. That saucy gloss. Saucy gloss. Saucy okay. gloss. A collection of four lip glosses. Not to be confused glosses. with saucy sauce, which we've already discussed. Yeah, on that the was uh-huh. the crunch. Yeah. All right. Before we get before we get to these flavors here, I'll is give this a you, dip or a sauce? I'll give you from Applebee's chief marketing officer Joel Yashinsky. This guy should get fired right now. Okay, yeah. let's see what he says. Uh, Applebee's is known for first dates and wings. Is it known for all of those things? <laughs> I would not. Bad first dates. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I mean, high school first dates, sure, but not wings. Even a high school first date, yeah. I don't think so. I, I'm sure that like high school should go on a first date to. I mean, probably you movies, have high right? Standards. Like to yeah. a movie is right. probably would be the high school first date. Yeah, but then you right. go, those are fine you, first Then date. you go out for like half price apps afterwards. Okay. Half price apps. Oh, yeah, man. You gotta love the half price apps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, at least uh, you know you've. It's been a while since you've been on a first date. How would you respond if somebody's first date 
We're Applebee's. Going, we're going, wait, wait, wait. We're going to Applebee's. I don't want to go on a first date to Applebee's now. We need high school right. Elise's impression of a right. first date to Applebee's, not modern day Elise. That's not a fair comparison. Right. I also would not go to Applebee's right. now. Right. Channel, channel that. Um, I think I'd probably be happy to be going on a date. <laughs> <laughs> See, for Applebee's for the honest. win. Yeah, Applebee's for like, the win. Oh, a boy looked at me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're like, I can make Applebee's work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's something on that menu. Better than the alternative, which is no boy. That's so. either. <laughs> Cooked in a microwave or <laughs> cooked in a pot of boiling water, you know, in <laughs> yeah. a bag. Yeah. One of those things I can make right. work. Right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Wings, which are one of the most popular menu items, is still Joel. Uh, so we partnered with the development team Winky Lux to create these lip glosses inspired <laughs> by four of our most popular wing sauces. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, make your kiss even more craveable <laughs> with saucy gloss. God, there's so many things. I don't wrong like with anything this. about okay. this. Is, is craveable <laughs> spelled correctly, or is I'm it? I'm sure like it's with a K. Right, no, yeah. it's with a C. Okay, okay. 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 That's, right. you know, I'm impressed. All right, here we got four, and they each have a description. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. can we not read the description? Oh, we're reading no, the we description. Need it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> <laughs> the world needs yeah. the description. <laughs> we're already on this train. I'm certain that we do not. But all right. All right. Gloss number one. Get me hot buffalo. Nope. I no, we're not reading any more of these. <laughs> That's the worst one. Uh, creamy coral that packs the hot buffalo spice your ex could have never handled. Creamy uh, coral? What does like that even the, mean? The color. Oh, oh, because the gloss—it's a color. Yeah, okay. Like right. Yeah, coral. Yeah. All right. Then sweet chili kiss. This okay. is gloss number two. Uh, deep, rich red, kissed with a hint of fine golden chili specks that put the mmm in makeout. <laughs> this, this is awful. Who are these marketing towards? I hate everything about <laughs> right, this. Be my honey pepper. A gorgeous golden honey <laughs> spice gloss with shimmering flecks and I'll make you the queen bee of date night. Alright. That's my favorite one so far. Right. Like not You want to be the queen bee of date night. Not like flavor profile, but like just name and description. Like that's <laughs> that's my favorite one so far. Yeah. All right. And then all of these are though like none of these are flavors that I want to like stay with me for a long period of time. Like all of these are like flavors that on their own, I'm like, yeah, I like, <laughs> these I like are, buffalo sauce. These are sauce. quick peck flavors, yeah. not I like buffalo sauce. Flavors. I like sweet chili yeah. sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but somebody, yeah. the, somebody is wearing this on all, their right, lips. Like all right. day. I don't want right. to walk around all day t- tasting buffalo wings. Every you know, drink and like food yeah. is, like, right. is like getting this. My water tastes like buffalo wings. Right. So yeah. not, but but kiss is real craveable. All right. And then finally, honey BBQ tea. Honey barbecue lip gloss. Uh, a shiny, smoky barbecue hue with a side of honey sweetness to make your kisses downright craveable. You know, we've already used craveable before. Yeah. To I, it's that's just laziness. Also, I feel like all of these things, like barbecue sauce on your mouth, is something that happens on accident when you've eaten <laughs> wings and not right. wiped well. Yeah. Versus, like, you're doing that on purpose now. Yeah. So, Elise, if you were to have to wear one of these four, what would you choose? Just off of, like, what they look like and sound like? I, think we, should, I think we should go off of flavor. Which flavor would you most like to have all of your food and drink oh taste and smell like? Maybe it'd be my honey pepper, the golden honey that seems spice. Like a solid choice. That's what I would choose, too. Yeah. I think the honey, you can't go wrong with the honey. It's going to be add a little tinge of sweetness yeah. with a little bit of kick to right. it. So that's what, that's if what I want. If your lips are dry, though, they're going to be on fire. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. going to be terrible. Yeah. That's not fun. Yeah. Word of the wise. Yeah. Well, if you're interested... And purchasing a uh, a lip gloss for eighteen dollars each. Good lord, <laughs> <laughs> that's more than the wings. At, like you just go and rub your face in a <laughs> thing of wings at Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. And you're in your half price. Clearly, apps. you've never been to Sephora before. This is yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that was a, a question. You <laughs> could buy the four pack, all four together, for sixty five dollars. Oh well, it's a so. steal. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. I so think they're pricing themselves out of the Applebee's market. Eighteen dollars. I know. That's uh-huh. more than like. 
all the meals. all the dishes in Applebee's. Right. Yeah. Do they have half price gloss night? <laughs> <laughs> if you buy your lip gloss between four and yeah. six p.m. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Or does it? Yeah, does it come with like a molten chocolate cake? Mm-hmm. You know? There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, that's what they they should have like a you know date night meal and like for a certain price you get a lip gloss flavor with yeah. your meal. Yeah. yeah. It's still, you're having a date at Applebee's, but at least you're getting a meal. Right. Out of it. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right, are we ready to move on, or do you want to keep talking about this? I was ready to move on a long <laughs> He's time been ago. Done, yeah. I am very much over this. Time. I'm just <laughs> contemplating how I've now thought about Applebee's for the first time in like 15 years yeah. because of this. So wow, we could take a field trip. Hokey down marketing or not? Are there Applebee's? I've not seen one near here. There's definitely some near here. There's a Chili's near here. There's a couple Chili's near here. That counts. That's Applebee's light. (laughs) I think it's Applebee's (laughs) strong. You know, Chili's is the best version of that. I don't know about the best version. I think so. There's a place uh, up in Ohio called Max and Irma's, which I think is a better version of it. I've been to Max and Irma's. Yeah. Yeah. It's based out of Columbus, Ohio. That's where the original is. Interesting, yeah. Yep. Okay. All good things come out of Ohio. Yeah. Mm. Sure. I watched the Victoria's Secret documentary. I didn't say only which good. Which is about Ohio. I didn't say only good things. <laughs> yeah. I said all good things. I, I surely did say all things from Ohio are good. Right. That's true. I didn't say right. that either. Right. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein featured heavily in that. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ohio. Go. Yeah. Jeffrey uh, Epstein loves Ohio. Listen, we're we're all saints and sinners. All right. <laughs> we're all putting in a plug for. Yeah. Uh, the Victoria's <laughs> Secret documentary. Yep. On Hulu. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's. <laughs> let's get to our main story yeah. from Christianity Today. Oh, we're not just. Okay. We're moving past it. Thankfully. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, fantasy role playing is hurting America. Okay. Okay. We're going to need to add some parameters and definition mm-hmm. to this headline <laughs> <laughs> real quick. Because. <laughs> Elise is already beginning to laugh inappropriately. Right. So we're gonna have and to I know what it is, too, but I was <laughs> thinking about how probably many people do not. The byline here, though, the by headline here, uh, how the cult of imagined heroism is bringing down our nation's institutions. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Spoiler alert. Uh-huh. This is not about Dungeons and Dragons. Aw. Yeah. Because yeah. usually, you know, a Christian news source rallying against, you know, a role playing game, a fantasy game. You're thinking D&D. It, it's D&D because right. it's about Devil. Satan. It's about yeah. the devil. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which was um, kids not to like Jesus. Heavily, uh, heavily, uh, a part of the, the, the themology of the latest Stranger Things mm. season yeah. mm-hmm. was D&D is from the devil. That was like definitely part of their the theme, oh, themes okay. there. Yeah. I haven't watched it. That's good. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not about that. In fact, it's kind of the opposite of that. Okay. So, but uh, before we get there, yeah, uh, Elise and I do play D and D together. I think we do. We do. The podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's so another plug. Yeah. You yeah. all are destroying America, is what I heard. That's Only fun. America's youth. With your game, yeah. yeah. Your game is oh. destroying America's youth. <coughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. As long as we're all clear on it, that's right. fine. Yeah. I just want us to. It's know, a team uh, effort, though. It's not oh. either one of us. Separately. Sure. You know, you can't go in and destroy America's youth alone. That's a big job. Right. You need a team. You right. need, a, sure. you know, someone who's a warlock and. Uh, what was a paladin, a cleric? Maybe yeah. you need so, somebody so, with you. Yeah. So Elise and I are elf twins. Of course you are. Uh huh. Okay. She's a rogue. I'm a wizard. What so. does that mean? Right. I steal stuff. That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Typecasting. Thank I like you. it. You're, yeah. an, you're an elf wizard. Yeah. Cast spells. Make illusions. That's okay. my specialty is illusions. Yeah. So. Illusions. Yeah. Like uh, well, all wizards <laughs> go to the, have an own school of wizardry Obviously. that they go to, <laughs> and Obviously. mine is 
illusions. So illusions I, or illusions? Illusions. Illusions are like you're just he just references a bunch of really <laughs> yeah. obscure stuff. Yeah. We just read from the Canterbury Tales. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. <laughs> My skill is illusions. Right. <laughs> Worst typo ever. All right. Yeah. All right. So this is by uh, Russell Moore, who I believe we've talked about in the past. Have we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was he was like a big wig in the evangelicals uh, Southern Baptist Church. Oh right, because we made the joke about him and Beth Moore. Yeah. They're okay. not. Yeah. Related, not related or dating <laughs> or, or or married. Yes. We think. Right. We don't know. They're right. not. In my head canon. <laughs> Something's going on. Yeah. At least making an allusion to it right I now. Am. But he yeah. was kicked out. Because uh, he, he, he did not like Donald Trump. Tisk ah. tisk, so. my man. Yeah, uh, that's why I got kicked out of the evangelical church too. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was never in it. So technically, we're in it. <laughs> I guess it were, it's the it's part of the it's the E and the LCA. Right. There's, yeah. That. Yeah. There's that. Yeah, yeah, we don't like to acknowledge that, but we should. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Moving on. Well, that's recl- a story for reclaim the E. Anyway, we're also not going to okay. do that. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Uh, so first off, he was going to acknowledge, like as a kid, you know, he heard about the dire warnings of Dungeons and Dragons, sure. and other fantasy role-playing <laughs> games like Magic the Gathering, etc. Um, it's about you know foothold to the occult and Satanism, yeah. all those things. Absolutely, uh, he's like you've got elves making allusions to things. It's a, yeah. a dangerous world. Yeah. He's like, eh, never really bought into that. But now he's like, maybe my evangelical elders weren't partly right about the way fantasy role-playing can paganize a culture, just not in the way they expected. Okay. Mm. All right, so that's where we're starting. So um, he is going to start off with this story uh, from The Atlantic that he's going to reference here about Steve Bannon. Do you know who that is? I do. Yes. He was big up in the Trump administration. He's a right-wing media personality and political strategist. Yeah. He helped get Trump elected. Yeah. Among other things. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, So anyway, uh, in this article... uh, we're referencing Steve Bannon kind of talks about uh, he kind of references this fictional character in his mind, this hypothetical man named Dave. And Dave is an accountant. Just to be clear, I'm not Dave. Not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. this Dave. Uh, David is an accountant. I need a shirt says not that Dave. <laughs> yeah. Boring guy. Does his day to day life is relatively boring and uh, you know vanilla? You would say. Okay, seriously, I'm not Dave. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> but. At night, Dave plays like a video game online where he is like a warrior and this yeah. like multi. It's a World of Warcraft, like a World yeah. of Warcraft yeah. type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Like so, he's like a warrior and he's playing this fantasy game, sure. and that's his online person. He lives out the hero- heroic story in the fantasy yeah. world. Of- yeah, yeah. So, yeah. in, in uh, Steve Bannon's kind of reference here is like Dave dies. The funeral director, uh, you know, they give a 10-minute eulogy. They pray over him. It's not a big deal because sure. no Dave's, big deal, Dave is Dave. just some dude, you know, like yeah. he doesn't really, he hasn't really done much with his life or influenced that much. But in the mm. game, his character, Ajax, who Dave plays, has like a major, like there's a funeral pile. Lives on forever. The pyre, oh. there's, a, there's like a, a mourning amongst the people because oh, wow. Ajax was this huge warrior. Okay. This, and so Steve Bannon is saying like, which is the actual Dave, right? The uh. day-to-day accountant or this online version of him that exists in this realm. The day-to-day one is the real one. <laughs> I agree. Right. But. Because reality. <laughs> but for Dave. Yeah. The, the online version might be the idealized real version. Right. If that I makes sense. Yeah, that's like fine. that's the yeah. person he wants to sure, be. Sure, but doesn't feel like he can be in reality. Correct. Okay. And Just so... want to keep us grounded. <clears throat> and so in this article in The Atlantic, it talks okay. about like, 
we, you know, Steve Bannon as a political strategist says, like, yep. we can weaponize that in a sense. Oh, good. Okay. Like, we can take I'm this. I'm pro-weaponizing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, this desire to be this kind of hero in a uh-huh. fantasy realm that I do not get to be in my day-to-day, you can influence and, mm. and fan the flames of, like, you want to be that hero like that? You can become that by engaging in blank. Uh, you know, okay. you're living into this new fantasy version of you. You can become that hero in your real life yeah. by weaponizing mm-hmm. kind of that mentality. Does that yeah, make sense? It makes sense. And it it's sounds terrifying. sketchy. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It makes sense. It's probably also not true. Yeah. And I think it's going to lead us to some dangerous places. Right. I, mean, I think it is true in the sense that you yeah. can do that. Yes. I think you absolutely. I think what you're, we've discovered is that you can weaponize people's desire to live out a hero fantasy into the real world. Yeah. Um. You just. Yeah. It involves. I think a whole lot of. Uh, oof. Messy, messy brain work and destruction of societal norms and uh, yeah. what's acceptable and what's appropriate and. Yeah. 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 And so so you, just, you just have to tell the right narrative, right? I mean, that's okay. that, the whole. I, I don't play D anD D, but my understanding is that the whole reason a game is successful is because the narrative is powerful right yeah, and like right. If you have a, if you have a crummy narrative then the game is going to be crummy correct and so if you can give people a powerful narrative they're gonna they're gonna buy into it and they're gonna live into it and at some point they're not going to be able to distinguish between the fantasy and the reality right. anymore. and that's yeah. when it becomes really alarming yeah so i think it's not uncommon to have sort of that desire or that pull towards being something different than what sure. you currently are right and i think <clears throat> there's some validity to saying like that you can sort of encourage that but I'm really leery of anybody who tries to tell somebody else what to do with that pull towards being something different right appropriately yeah because I I think that that's normally indicative of something that's going on in your own life right like it maybe there's a a dissonance toward between like what you're doing and what you you want to be doing and sort of identifying where those two things meet and what you can do to change that like I've experienced that but any like outside voice to me is sketchy, maybe irrelevant. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying with that? Yeah. Like, no. yeah I, I, I don't know that I'd say irrelevant. I think it's just easily weaponized as Steve right. Bannon is trying to do. Right. I think it's really dangerous. Yeah. Right. And I think that's what we're getting. And so, you know, Russell Moore, and I think most of us can acknowledge like most people who uh-huh. engage in online video games or uh, Dungeons and Dragons will walk away from harmless fun. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not, it's nothing. It's just how they spent their time to have yeah, fun. Right. Some people read a book. Some people craft. Some people watch TV. This is what these people do. Yeah. It's all fun. Yeah. Like it's the equivalents are the exact same. You know, right. nothing yeah. is different. Uh, but there is that kind of draw that you can use this to, for bad things. And right. I think we mm-hmm. are kind of seeing that uh, in America. An, uh, an increasingly angry and also when we've talked about kind of our things on like QAnon, like now kind of an angry crowd online is seeing the world through like a supernatural lens of like us versus the occult or us versus evil. And we have to rise up and like, we're seeing more and more of this from our national leaders to like a school board meeting can be like, we have to rise up against evil to be heroes Mm -hmm. in this sense. And like kind of weaponizing this kind of mentality. And I think it comes from this idea of like, we can acknowledge like we're all heroes in our own story. Like right. we all are the main character. That's the way it works. It's how we see the world is we're the, we're the good guy. We're the hero. That's how things work. But like Dave, most of us spend most of our day to day lives, not feeling very heroic. Mm-hmm. Like, so we're all heroes in our own story, but we're kind of like, I'm a hero, 
but I'm waiting for an adventure kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Like I'm sitting around like uh, Bilbo Baggins mm-hmm. and I'm saying like one day adventure is going to knock on my door and I'll be swept up in it in a sense. One day a great cause or a great experience or a great moment and I'm ready. I'm waiting for it to happen. Yeah. And so this mentality that Steve Bannon is kind of saying I can use this in his, you know, in how he was mm-hmm. kind of predicting is like, I can provide that moment mm-hmm. for people out there that this is the moment. And maybe that is a moment like we need to rise against your local school board. You need to rise against uh, your family on Facebook. <laughs> you need to rise against, uh, you know, the all the institutions around you yeah. that previously you saw as fine, comfortable quality institutions that preserve our way of life now they can be the enemy and yeah. you can be the hero yeah and i think that obviously leads to a lot of danger yeah so. i think that, i think that becomes exploitation right you're yeah. yep. you're exploiting uh you know the, the struggle that someone is having in their own personal life or the frustration that they're having with a, a particular situation or an experience right there are you know i'm not here to like explain the plight of the modern white male mm-hmm. or whatever right but sure. um there are legitimate things that people have concerns about you know people have lost jobs or people have you know uh had increased prices on things and can't afford to do the same thing that they used to be able to do or whatever and your medical bills whatever mm-hmm. it might be right you can take any of those and exploit them and convince someone oh this is your moment to to rise up and i think some people um who engage in this fantasy behavior are particularly vulnerable to that exploitation um, you know, there have for years, I can remember being a kid and hearing stories of people who like couldn't separate between reality and TV shows or reality <laughs> and movies and would like accost their actors and things like that in the streets because they were convinced they were cheating on the person that they were supposed to be dating on the, on the show with their yeah. real spouse, right? Like right. they're with their real spouse in public sure. and they're like, what are you doing? And you know, there've always been people who can't separate that. Um, and I think this is taking that in just a, a more intentional weaponized uh, direction and that's that's really dangerous yeah. and turning it against other people as well yeah yeah just with different viewpoints yeah oh yeah so i think this kind of does stem from this idea of like well we're all heroes in our own story and our lives are boring and yeah. so mm-hmm. what needs to happen to kind of like you know to kick up the dust yeah and so i think it that should be more interesting obviously well, yeah well, <laughs> that, yeah i think and i think that's that's part of it again i Pastor David, you mentioned like the plight of the white male is, I think is, is part of this because, you know, especially growing up thinking like the world is open to me and then you get older and you're like, most of these doors seem closed. Yeah. Yeah. And then being told by, you know, uh, you know, by more progressive people in your society, like, but you have a lot of privilege that other people don't have. Like, well, most of these doors seem closed to me. I don't feel like very privileged. Yeah. And so the... The, instead of looking inwardly of like what did I do mm-hmm. to, to not open these doors right. it becomes society did this to me right, right. which yeah. is a note of your privilege right the fact yeah. that you look outside and say society did this to me is a position of privilege but that's a, a topic for another conversation for sure yeah. I, th- I think the challenge here right if we're going to take the question which I assume is where we're going is how do we handle this within the context of our faith right is that yeah. in reality none of us are the heroes of our own story Yes. In reality, Jesus is the hero of our story, and we are sub-characters trying to follow and live after that yeah. hero and, and follow in the footsteps of the hero who has already conquered the victory that we need to, to seek. Yeah. And, so, and I think that, uh, you know, in, in my sense, that changes how I view the world around me because now I'm not trying to 
uh, uh, you know, celebrate anything for myself. I'm trying to celebrate to find Jesus and to explain, to exp- and exploit. What's the word I'm looking for there? There's another word, something for Jesus. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, for I, I, I want to get there. Yeah, you, you got there a little ahead of me, but oh, that, that's the direction <laughs> we're definitely heading. Um, but I, I want to live in this a little bit more okay. before we get there. Um, and so I think for like for me, like I always think of like you know, my analogy that, I'm, that I want to use here is like I remember growing up and I got a Nintendo. Yeah. And the first game we got is Super Mario Brothers. Oh, such a good one. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. And is so the original, the original Super yeah. Mario Brothers. Yeah, that's a good one. Original so, Nintendo. Original Nintendo. Yes. Yeah, I mean, because he's so old. pixely. I love it. <laughs> I'm a child of the '80s. So right. That was that was. Yeah. So, if you're unfamiliar in Super Mario Brothers, you control a, a plumber named Mario who's <laughs> transported to a fantasy land. It's me, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, your goal is to rescue Princess Peach, and Obviously. you are kind of battling, you know, fictional monsters and fictional worlds. Dragon lizards. Yeah. You get to the castle. You defeat Bowser, who's the big monster lizard, mm-hmm. and you're told, "Oh, Peach is in the night." Peaches in another castle, and you got to do it all over again. Kind of yep. thing. And eventually, if you're putting a lot of hours and work really, really hard, you get to Peach, and you have kind of this romantic ending between Hooray. Mario and Peach. You did your job. You rescued Peach. She now, you know, has like this romantic moment with Mario. But in real life, that's not how this works, right? Like that's mm. a video game that kid that. That can because yeah. because there's I can't no throw turtle shells at people in real life. Well, it's they not that it's not, like the, it. it's not that I can't throw turtle shells at people. It's like it's like, <laughs> but also you can't. <laughs> you can't. But that but Mario doesn't get with Princess Peach just by being the hero. In, mm-hmm. in the game, the, the suggestion is you're a hero. Therefore, mm-hmm. yeah, you get to you. you get to marry Princess Peach. Yeah, <clears throat> I hear you. And so it doesn't matter if Mario is like romantic or nice or kind or if Peach is into him or <laughs> if if they like have compatibilities. He's just the hero. She's the damsel in distress. He rescues her. Therefore, they get married. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of the mentality. And so in a fantasy role playing game where you're putting your character onto mario you walk away thinking that's what life should be like Mm -hmm. i will be the hero and then life owes me these things Mm -hmm. and then you find out that's not how it works Mm -hmm. and so you either get angry at life or Mm -hmm. angry at the peaches of the world and end up (laughs) being like they're the problem they should I'm the hero, so all those peaches out, which are you know usually women, you know, so like they should just fall in line and things like that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, <laughs> we're having a moment here. Sure, it's I'm I'm with you. Yeah, I've been with you as well. Okay, yeah, we're all good. So this has been lovely. Yeah, so I think that leads to kind of this maybe angry attitude, and he never gets to like I should become self-reflective on figuring out mm-hmm. how I can better myself. It's Society did me wrong, and therefore I'm against it. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes easy to get online and weaponize that mentality. That and that's a Mario is the least you know fantasy role playing that there is. He's a blank canvas. He has nothing. You know, there's nothing to really attach yourself to him. Right. But that's kind of the The baseline. A baseline of how these things can progress. And so when you look at major things, well, my character gets stronger and bigger by clicking a few buttons. You know, like he learns new skills by rolling some dice. Right. Like it doesn't require actual work right. or or anything like that. But my online character grows through basically nothing. Right. You know, by by because he he grows because he grows. Right. Uh, it gets better because he gets better. Um, and then we think about ourselves in that same light. It's easy to kind of get there in your own life that. I should be doing the same thing. Yeah. And it's just not the way life works. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so first we have to identify like fantasy role playing again for most of us 
it's just fun, harm, harmless fun. But for some parts of our country, or some parts of our world, it creates like really sad, lonely, angry people that they have to live in a real world when they would rather live in a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then instead of reconciling, I need to invest in my real world. They rather say, I want my real world to become the fantasy. Sure. So, and I think that creates people who say, I know the solution. Grab a gun because there's children being held hostage in the basement of a pizza place and I can be the hero and mm-hmm. save them. Yeah. And, or storm the Capitol because I can be the hero and save my country. Mm-hmm. By doing that, I'm a hero all of a sudden. Uh, so it's easy to put that, or I can go to a school board meeting and yell at this person who is a librarian for just doing their job because I can be the hero of this moment. And um, and that's how I think we end up in these places where you can be, or get online and yell at people, strangers, and argue with them because mm-hmm. I'm a hero. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fighting for a just cause. You know, I'm I'm engaging in this in this heroic activity, and so. As the church, Pastor David, you mentioned, we need to get away from seeing ourselves as the hero of our own story. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mentioned that. Yeah. How do we get there? Well, I already told you. <laughs> let's get let's get back. No, so I, I think, you know, the story of the gospel is that Jesus is the hero of our story. You know, yeah. the, the story of the Old Testament is the people trying to be their own hero over and over and over and over and over yeah. again, right? Yeah. Trying to rescue themselves, trying to um, do the right thing, trying to save themselves. And the story of the gospel is that we can't do it. We cannot be the hero and we need to rely on Jesus. And that's that's the only option. Now, the, the, there's a danger here, right? And that if, if Jesus is the hero and I'm trying to follow in Jesus's footsteps, then I need to uh, take whatever means necessary to ensure that everybody knows that Jesus is the hero, right? That's, sure. that's I, I think, an each equally dangerous alternative to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a, a more faithful response is to see that Jesus's heroism calls us not to um, acts of self uh, self promotion or self uh, aggrandizement, um, but it calls us to acts of sacrifice mm-hmm. for the good of the other, for the good of the yes. the larger cause. Um, and so, if I'm following Jesus's footsteps uh, as a hero, then I'm looking for ways that um, my life might actually be harder, so that uh, others can benefit. Not. You know, not my life is harder so that Jeff Bezos is of the world can benefit, but my life is harder so that people who don't have anything can yeah. benefit, right? And how how do I uh, live in that sort of story where my heroism calls me to sacrifice rather than calling me into battle? Uh, battle, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's what's what's tough about kind of a theology based on grace is we have to start seeing ourselves and and being honest with ourselves, like in my story of salvation, I'm the Princess Peach. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be rescued mm-hmm. and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Like I need somebody to kick down the door and drag me out because mm-hmm. on my own I'm, I'm trapped and lost and sure. alone. And that can be, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes, you know, to say like, no, because that's not against, that like, goes against like kind of like who I want to be. I mm-hmm. want to be, I want to be at least with you, Jesus. I want to be like, your sidekick at the yeah. very least right. you know if you're the rabbit robin if, to your batman yeah if, if you're yeah. mario can i at least be luigi you know, right. like <laughs> you know like but but that's not the case like i have to acknowledge like in this story of salvation i'm the damsel in distress yeah and that makes the story different from that point of view um and that makes how i see the world different from that point of view mm-hmm. um and it, it makes me hopefully empathize with others who are also Damsels in distress. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and damsel in distress is a fairly 
outdated and sure, sexist terminology. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to use that You're kind of classic the Mario, Mario theme. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so any other ways we can kind of combat this heroism mentality kind of in our day to day for ourselves and also for our world? Yeah. But it seems to me like a lot of the sort of radicalized problems that occur are from that idea that other people or the world at large owes you something, yeah. you know? So yeah. I think in my thinking, like nobody owes me anything, but I owe myself a lot, right? Yeah. Like it, it's my responsibility to deal with that cognitive dissonance when I'm uncomfortable with how my life is. You know, it's my responsibility to diagnose the things that are going on in my life. It's not anybody else's. Yeah. Yeah. I think that comes from a lot of uh, work that you've done over the years to, I mean, maybe it's how you were raised. Maybe it's, you know, an influence of that, but I don't think everybody has that stance. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people walk through the world uh, with a sense of entitlement and that anything that's against me, um, is is its fault like mm. i i'm in the right and so if something's standing in my way it's that pr- thing's fault right. or or it's x thing's fault right if i um didn't get a job it's because oh well they wanted to hire somebody less qualified to right. meet a diversity quota right? right it's not because i'm unqualified or because i mm-hmm. you know made an idiot of myself during the interview right it's somebody else's fault right. um and i i don't know that this is entirely true i think it is particularly prevalent among males um, you know, I haven't done a study on this. This is just observational. Mm-hmm. I, I see it most prevalently a story being told among males right mm-hmm. now. Um, I think you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. But I, again, no scientific data. This is just observational. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that this also plays into one of the reasons that um, many people think uh, churches struggle to get uh, males actively involved within congregational life. Uh, I think there's an element in which uh, males are particularly prone to wanting to be heroes in the story, and <laughs> we have a story that says you're not the hero right. over Therefore and over. Therefore, not right? servants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And, which is not to say that we can't have men who are actively involved. I think we do. I think that's wonderful. But historically, mm. churches have. I think we've talked about this on the sure. podcast too, right? Historically, churches have been heavily skewed towards uh, the feminine as far as uh, population of, right. of, the, of a community. And I think that this yeah. might play into a part of that. Yeah. yeah. So actually, uh, at council meeting last night, there was a reading at the beginning mm-hmm. that I heard the tail end of for martin I luther yeah my fire problems and got uh-huh. on late wi-fi um, problem i'm right. making the air quotes for right, our right. listeners yeah. but I, it kind of ties in here i was really kind of thinking about it it's when he talks about being um a subject to nobody mm-hmm. and yet a subject of everybody yes yeah, so this is martin luther yeah. this is from his uh, uh what i think is one of his most beautiful writings mm-hmm. the freedom of a christian mm-hmm. um and uh this is a uh, the beginning of what we call kind of the two kingdoms uh theology that mm-hmm. uh, luther developed but um he says yeah you're uh perfectly free lord of all subject to none so mm-hmm. no one's in charge of you but you're also uh, a perfectly i forget exactly how he words it but it's perfectly dutiful servant of all subject mm-hmm. to all and right. so essentially you're no one is in charge of you you know what no no roman emperor no priest nothing else separates you from the love of god like you are fully in that place but also you are fully a servant of every person that you mm-hmm. see and you are responsible for caring for and yeah. uh, lifting up every person that you see right. as well and that, that's a real tension um yeah. that's hard to live in but that's uh, right at the heart of what uh, luther was teaching and what in theory right uh, i think the christian yeah. faith should be about yeah. yeah so it's a real place of privilege i think to be able to do that self-work and to say you know i, yeah. I am i have this responsibility um, yeah. to everybody yeah. um so i think that that's 
maybe sort of at the heart of what we're talking about here mm. is that there's that responsibility and that privilege at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, um, for us, we have to start reframing our own stories mm-hmm. that we're not the, we're not the main characters. We are not the heroes. In fact, uh, in reality, every person you meet in your life thinks they're the main character of life <laughs> yeah. yep. and it's not you. Right. Like, like there's many people in this world living their lives uh, that you bounce around and off of and that you're not there. You're, they're not uh, side characters in your journey. You know, we have to realize like there are billions of yeah. Yeah, yeah. of characters right now in our mm-hmm. world and they're not all exist to, yeah. for my journey yeah um and in light of that as a christian man who's white and male um we you know have to reframe reframe this idea of what heroism means mm-hmm. uh that it doesn't mean uh, always uh like a movie star or an action star or a mario uh, it sometimes means I have to want to live like Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, somebody who sacrifices for the good of others, um, somebody who willingly takes on uh, pain and suffering so that someone else does not. Uh, and that is um, godly heroism, I think, and that is how Jesus demonstrates heroism. And what we've learned in our kind of reading in the book of Revelation that's how the church finds victory in the end is by doing that. Mm-hmm. It's never about better swords. Yeah. Uh, it's never about uh, um, stronger muscles. Yeah. It's always about a will to love in the midst of, or a will to love to the point of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it's always about. Yeah. And um, that is much harder. Yeah. I'm going to try out an analogy here and I might be off base, but we're going to, we're going to, Give it a run yeah. and see how yeah. it goes. Um, so in like TV shows and stuff, you have some shows where you have like a star, right? And the, sure. the show centers around this character and that person carries the whole story. And then sometimes you have like an ensemble cast where sure. there's not a clear star, but the the cast all succeeds because... Like Friends. Like would Friends, be the, uh, the friends, classic friends would be a great example, yeah. yeah. And so the, <laughs> the show succeeds because all of them are in it together. And there's ultimately a director who's directing that process and saying, hey, this is how you all exist as this ensemble together. And as long as they're responding to the director and they're in that relationship together and they're, they're supporting one another more than any one of them trying to elevate their own story, mm-hmm. then the story continues to be sec- successful. And I, I think that maybe that's a helpful reframing of the story piece, that we're not in... Uh, we're not in a, a sitcom or a story in which we are the central character, but we as the church are in an ensemble cast and Jesus is giving us the the director's role and telling us how to interact with one another so that all of us are ultimately more successful um, mm-hmm. together. And that mm-hmm. involves me saying, you know, in, in the if we want to extend this a little further, right? It's me saying, okay, Elise is going to get the laugh in this scene. I'm not going to jump over Elise to make sure she gets the laugh, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to mm-hmm. let Elise have this shining moment. And, and later on, she's going to let me have that shining moment. And we're both going to uh, excel because of it. And I think there are ways that we sacrifice for that in the church as well that don't involve getting laughs. But you see where we're going with this, right? <laughs> I mean, we still like to be laughed at. Right. Sometimes right. we get laughs, yeah. but that's not the point, right? Yeah. It's right. not the, yeah. We're an ensemble. We're not a solo act. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it from the article. Do we have any other thoughts? Mm-hmm. Well, I got lots of thoughts, but I think about this. We're probably wrapped up. I'm still yeah. in a little bit of a haze from the uh, chapstick. Thing I was just thinking about that too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man. Buffalo wings. Right. See, now I want buffalo wings. I don't really want to taste like buffalo wings all day, but I do want some. And you probably wings don't want them from Applebee's. I don't. That's yeah. true. That's yep. true. When I think yeah. I want some wings, I've never thought <laughs> Applebee's. Applebee's. That's yeah. where I go. Yeah. Perfect yeah. wings. Yeah. If I'm getting wings from a chain, you know, I'd rather get Wingstop or Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings. Yeah, <laughs> buffalo Wild Wings are solid. Yeah. Do you have a favorite wing sauce? Back up. Is there a favorite wing sauce that you would like to have? 
as a lip gloss. Uh, my favorite wing sauce would be lemon pepper. Would you like that as a... No. No. Yeah, no that would yeah. be terrible as a thing. Like yeah. a teriyaki lip gloss. Oh, there you go. Is yeah. that your favorite wing sauce is teriyaki? It might be, yeah. Oh, There's okay. a, a garlic parmesan at BW3s that I like a lot. I could, Garlic I could, parmesan on I mean, the mouth, though? I'm not saying I'm kissing anybody with that, but it would be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Keep away vampires. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's, it's a that's my primary yeah. concern. <laughs> In my fantasy world, I'm <laughs> desired by all vampires, right. and I need to keep them away. Keep away both right. vampires right. and the lactose intolerance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two things I'm against. <laughs> Vampires <laughs> and lactose intolerance. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, now that we've insulted a, fan- a fictional group and a real group of people, right. it's probably time for us to wrap up. So if you... Pe- there are people who are lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not fictional. Come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought that was just made up. Sounds like a fake ailment. All right, you too. <laughs> if you've liked what you heard on this episode, be sure to look up all 200 plus of our episodes uh, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, go back and uh, listen through the whole catalog for your look. end of summer listening. <laughs> it's like and mesothelioma. <laughs> stop it, both of you. <laughs> Every person I've ever met who's lactose intolerant is like, yeah, but I'm still going to eat ice cream. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Just let me get this out. Both of you, stop it. Oh, my goodness. Hey, if you have a flavor of wing sauce that you would like to have in a chapstick, or if you suffer from lactose intolerance, yeah. <laughs> feel free to write in your complaints right. to at Beyond, Su- or Beyond Sunday at G- no Beyond Sunday Podcast at gmail.com. That's the one. Beyond Neither Sunday one podcast. of those groups exists. So. Beyond Sunday Podcast at gmail.com doesn't exist. No. People who want a wing sauce as a oh, chapstick or lactose true. intolerant yeah. people. Neither of them are real. Okay. <laughs> Living in our own fantasy world. Yeah. Have you stopped recording yet? No. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Not me. But with, uh, with, for Beyonce, you sounded Sunday. really excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm having he's a been, baby. He's been yeah. checked out for a week. You're not gonna sleep for a long time. Yeah, don't sleep that much already. Sleep's <laughs> overrated. He's old. 